Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And Jason is trying not to giggle because we've taken like three takes to even start the podcast tonight. But you're the best take I've ever taken. Um, yeah. Happy uh, 16th anniversary on Facebook. We got that, you know, on Facebook when you get the little anniversary friend. thing. Um, so we're excited about that today. What? What is that from? Thank you for being a friend. What TV show is Isn't that? Isn't that... Golden is that Girls? Golden Girls? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so good. How could you not remember that? Well, thank you. I don't think it was that dramatic. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, we are podcasting this evening and we are now discussing, finally, we skipped a night. We did basketball last night. We're back to football and doing the defensive preview of USC. Shelby didn't want us to do it right now. She's so into this Washington State-Utah game. Oh, yeah. She said, Jason, can we at least wait another two hours? Uh, no. If we wait two hours, I'll be sleeping. So we probably... Were you? You're going to bed early tonight. Probably um, should try to power through here as we watch. Oh, damn. <laughs> that guy got... Sorry, some guy in Utah just... Uh, got murdered. murked. Anyway, we're going to focus and talk about this amazing game happening this Saturday. Thank you for being... And Jason's going to sing the theme song. I'm pretty sure that is the Golden Girls, right? Now you're making me question my sanity. Thank you for being a friend. Theme song. This is like awkward live air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Golden Girls. Hold on, there are we you going to get sued if I do this? Thank you for being okay, turn it off. I don't know how long you have to do. That just cost me $4,000. <laughs> I actually think it's like a certain amount of like time, like under 10 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as we get a license notice from a lawyer we're gonna actually talk about football now or is that okay with you or do you want to start singing other theme song from tv no i'm good okay um usc went the portal route quite a bit in the offensive side of the ball did it do the same on defense uh yes it it did quite a bit actually and the difference is i think it's it's easier in my opinion to go to the portal and improve your offense right away than it is to improve your defense, but there are a handful of starters that USC went and got from the transfer portal. Tyrone Telemi, defensive tackle from Kansas State. Solomon Bird, defensive end from Wyoming. Eric Gentry from ASU. Linebacker Shane Lee from Alabama. Linebacker and cornerback Makai Blackman from Colorado. And what's funny is like Solomon Bird was clearly one of Wyoming's better defensive players and, and is actually kind of underappreciated. Eric Gentry, um, while he hasn't been great uh, at times this season, he was, in terms of potential, ASU's best defender or one of them. Uh, and the Makai Blackman, you know, we talk Colorado's obviously not that good, but they, you know, when you take a look at their roster, like, they got ravaged. Like, Christian Gonzalez was the starting corner at Oregon and was at Colorado. Blackman was the starting corner at Colorado. Sorry. Christian Gonzalez is starting corner at Oregon and was at Colorado. Blackman was at Colorado and then now starts at USC. Like, Colorado had talent. 
Brendan Rice was at Colorado. Now he's at USC. Colorado would have been decent this year if if they spent the big bucks and if they weren't Colorado. But yeah, I mean Lincoln Riley went to the portal. The defensive side of the ball this year has been good at times, but it's it's behind the offense. But um, you know, Judd Fish was interesting today in the presser. Today being Thursday, Shelby. Where basically he said he didn't want Arizona to be known as transfer you or portal you, in that they would obviously take guys like if there's a Jaden Delora available and a Jacob Cowing available, these instant impact, you know, good elite players, they're going to try to go and get them. But they don't want to just be a bunch of portal guys that are retooling every year. He wants to build it. And, you know, he's saying, look, if we could go and get a, a T Mac, a Dorian Singer, or whatever it may be. A Jonas Avenea, we're going to do that. But if we can improve our team immediately with Portal, well, we're not afraid to go to Portal. But he's basically, I said that if it was up to him, uh, he would take more high school guys than Portal guys because that's kind of the way to, to develop instead of just keep kind of retooling every year. It's, it's a longer, it takes a little bit more patience, but there's also kind of a reward at the end of it. All right. Um, everything starts with the defensive line. What can you tell us about the Trojans there? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. Mm, I'm glad I asked, too. USC is second in the Pac-12 in sacks and tackles for lost. It has forced a league-best 16 turnovers and leads in turnover margin due in large part to their defensive line. Uh, Tulia Tuipolotu. I like you. that name. Double T. Let's just call him Double T. Uh, had three sacks against Wazoo on October 8th. He has seven sacks this season. He's one of the best defensive play- players in the Pac-12. Um, it, the line is an interesting case for them. They get to the quarterback. They sack the quarterback quite a bit. But, Shelby, their run defense has not been good this year. Teams are averaging four and a half yards per carry. USC is in the 70s against the rush. That's not good. The line is aggressive. It's good against the pass and all that but against the run it could be scheme it could be talent i lean more towards scheme because of the the secondary and the success usc has had there um but teams have been able to run the ball against usc but you know with solomon bird with Teleni to me is eh but with solomon bird and tui Pelotu, um they have talent on on the roster on the defensive side of the ball and in, in the defensive line it's going to be interesting how much Jed Fish is willing to, uh, you know, Arizona's a passing team. It's not an air raid type of deal, but it's going to be really interesting to see um, how much Jed Fish is going to try to kind of come out and run versus pass. And, um, you know, Nick Figueroa has moved to Russian, which is he flipped over the position and uh, leading up to the Utah game. And he kind of has moved around a little bit. Um, Tui Pelotu is going to play as, as many snaps as possible but um you know it, it's it's an interesting situation they have Dejon benton who's not bad but figueroa is kind of a a guy to watch and see if maybe he gets a little bit uh more and, and you know solomon bird had the great games against stanford at present state where he had three sacks and he slowed down uh, a little bit um so it's going to be interesting but there's there's some clear talent on the defensive line but against the run they have they have absolutely struggled Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, well, I guess next how... Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. Sorry. Yeah, step by step. Oh, day, day by, by day. day. On, That's a, that was a great show. Shelby and I went to San Francisco years ago, and I said, look, there's only one thing I need to do. I need to see where the full house house is. And we did. And the girls didn't understand why Shelby and I just stared at it for like 20 minutes. Like, the Michelle Tanner, dog. And there, we were in a park and all you could smell was the fragrance. Let me tell you something. How, how old was Brie? I mean, it was like at least Brie years was like ago. like five. Like she was little, like four. And we get out of the car and Brie goes, Dad, why are there so many skunks in this park? And I said, Brie, I'm going to be honest with you right now because you're not going to remember this conversation. But that's a little thing we call marijuana. And, and, I, and, and we walked California. by people sitting in circles smoking weed as Brielle, her head just exploded. Yeah. Shout out to Brielle, by the way. First cross-country race today. Yes. And uh, between our two daughters, um, we did not expect to have any sports aptitude. Uh, but Brielle placed pretty great in her first cross-country meet today. Yeah, top 20 out of like 50 or 60 runners. That's pretty good. And she beat boys. Beat boys. So we're very excited. Brielle's the son I never knew I wanted. Uh, she can catch actual footballs. She's, she's, she could play more sports if she wanted to. Our, our older one is a dancer and also the most uncoordinated uh, person ever. So it's great to have that variety. Wow. Thank Shitting you. on our daughter right here on national TV. National TV. National anyway, podcast. Right. Uh, would you like me to ask the next question or do you want to sing more theme songs? I would like for you. We'll hurry up with it. Okay. Um, how... Thank you for being. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> how has USC's secondary been? Um, you know, I think people look at the point totals that USC has allowed in some games and assume that USC secondary isn't very good. That's not true. USC secondary is good and it's super opportunistic. And, you know, their luck rating is pretty high with the amount of turnovers they force 16 turnovers, 12 picks through seven games, which is obviously pretty damn good. Um, they've only allowed seven passing touchdowns on the season, only seven yards per attempt. A lot of that is because of pass rush. I mean, if you're looking for a weakness, it'd probably be at nickel and with the other corner spot. But Blackman's really, really good. This, to me, is one of those situations where it wouldn't be a surprise um, to see Singer maybe slow down a bit or T-Max slow down a bit. But I think Cowing is going to give them problems in the slot. You know, when you have your best receiver in the slot, it poses major issues. And it forces opposing defenses to kind of switch things up. I'm very curious to see what USC does there in their defensive formation because there's a linebacker in nickel hasn't really been able to cover Jacob Cowing all year. Um, but Blackman will probably be on Singer or T-Mac, clearly. And he's really good. And, and again, a lot of USC's success is like, look, some of their interceptions are the defensive lineman tips the ball at the line of scrimmage, it goes up in the air, and they go and get it against Stanford with, like, one hand. And it counts as an interception. And the secondary didn't really have anything to do with it. It was kind of an opportunistic, lucky play in a way, and a nice play on the defensive line. So the secondary is good. It's probably better than people give it credit for, and it's one of the reasons why the defense is dangerous. Um, so it, it's been pretty solid this year. But Blackman is, is just a complete stud, in my opinion. Awesome. Okay. Well, your opinion means a lot around here, oh, so I guess fun. we'll listen to you. Um, if Arizona scores, where 
is it coming from? Well, I hope it's not an if. I hope it's a when Arizona when scores. If it's Arizona an if scores. Arizona scores, we're in for a very long night. I, you know, Arizona, Jed Fish was asked if he's going to slow things down in order to keep the ball away from the USC offense. And he goes, look, we, we can't do it. Like, our identity is our identity. I'm not going to switch our strengths and all of a sudden make it, you know, negate it just because we're trying to be better on defense. So they're going to go quick and they're going to throw the ball quite a lot. I do think that Arizona needs to run the ball. Again, USC's run defense is not great. It, it, comparatively speaking to an Oregon or a Washington even, the run defense is not great. If Arizona can run the ball, I think it's going to open things up a lot. If Arizona gets down early or chooses for whatever reason to be one-dimensional, you're playing right into USC's hand, hands. I'm a little worried about Jane and Delora in this game because of the amount of interceptions off tips and things like that, and they're going to drop up into zone and try to confuse them a little bit. Um, it's it's a situation where, you know, if you're Arizona, you, you don't mind playing zone because of the, the weapons that Arizona has, especially a guy like Tanner McLaughlin. You, you see the Utah game, what um, Dalton Kincaid did to USC. And, you know, I'm not saying Tanner McLaughlin is Dalton Kincaid, but he, he's pretty legit. I mean, he's a legitimate tight end. So I, I think Tanner McLaughlin is going to have a, a – pretty strong game but at the end of the day when you're predicting where Arizona's points are going to come from it's got to be the passing game and, and like I said I think Jacob Cowing and Tanner McLaughlin are, are are in shape for a good game I expect DJ Williams to maybe get a, a few more carries than he's gotten this season because I think he fits in well against USC's defense um Utah just fumbled you know who else fumbled Shelby who thank you I got nothing I don't even know what that means <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, we have previewed. Um, we have one more question, Shelby. Maybe you shouldn't be like last night. We just shit all over my questions. I didn't. I just skipped in. I went back to it. Disgusting. All right. The Are you ready? The last question. Marriage is all about disrespect. Really? Oh, wait. No. I don't think that's right. Um, real quick. You mentioned on the offensive podcast if you guys would play Arizona. I don't know what I'm saying. I got this, Shelby. So Arizona. Oh my gosh, she's so drunk, guys. You have no idea. Hold on a second. On Thursday night. Sometimes you word things. On Thursday night, Shelby just hammers Mad Dog forty forty and watches football or twenty twenty. Boone's Farm is the choice tonight, Shelby. How many bottles of Boone's Farm have you had tonight? First of all, she can't even count. That's why I have she's... not drank Boone's <laughs> Farm since I was nineteen. How many old English forties have you had tonight, Shelby? Five. Wow, two hundred. What? I actually haven't had anything tonight. I'm just Whoa. tired. So this is withdrawal um, symptoms. Here we go. You mentioned on the offensive podcast if a few new guys would play for Arizona defensively. Jed Fish met with the media and released a depth chart on Thursday. Did anything stand out to you? Yeah, that was written. Woo! Oh my, now, I did it. My God, there's clothes being thrown. <laughs> She's now throwing clothes in the air and celebrating. I only read in Spanish on Thursdays. Yes. Lo siento. Um, anyway, so a couple of things stood out. Um, it doesn't really fit with this version of the defensive podcast, but, well, yeah, it does. Uh, Sam, Josh Donovan has battled injury, left last game with an injury against Washington, had to buy all that, but uh, it doesn't appear he will start. It appears Sam Lange will start. It doesn't appear to be a major drop-off. You know, people keep asking me about Peyton Fears, and I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to a lack of depth. You know, Sam Lange now has to play in that left guard spot. They can move the whole whole O-line around, but I don't think Brennan Carroll wants to do it. 
Um, Peyton Fierce clearly will be tested. You know, if USC is watching the film, they're going to go all over, you know, and really attack Peyton Fierce with blitzes and all that. He has not played well uh, this season at all. Uh, the big one to me is Ephesians Frysock was listed as an or with trade on Stukes. I believe that Frysock will start. Um, I, I think that he's earned it, and really with the way Stukes and has been playing, um, it makes sense. Isaiah Rutherford not listed on the depth chart, I believe. If he is, it's like third. He's not playing. Uh, there becomes a question where he has four games. If he plays again, he would redshirt. Or if he plays again, he would lose his redshirt. Do they redshirt him? Do they redshirt Tia Savea, who also appears to be out? But there were two changes, really. Um, the one thing that Jed said... The one thing that Jed said was that eight freshmen would be starting. I don't see how that's correct unless he's counting special teams. Um, but I think that when you take a look at everything, uh, I, all I'll say is this. I think Arizona is in a position to do some unique things defensively against a team like USC in order to try to win and stop it. And Jed Fish kind of hinted and said, we have to do whatever it takes to disrupt USC's timing. So don't be surprised if you see some newer guys play and maybe some newer looks on the defensive side of the ball, Shelby. All right. Well, Washington State just took any advantage they had and basically lost it. So Shelby's now throwing stuff at the television. Whatever. Utah. Yeah. So. Um, we are having a little bit of an issue, so we're going to put it out to the streets very quickly because maybe someone knows something that we don't know. But we are looking to outsource our Thanksgiving dinner this year just because we're leaving town the next day. We don't want to have like a whole bunch of cooking and pots and pans and everything happening. So if anyone has any recommendations for uh, catering or any restaurant that you know of that's doing uh, Thanksgiving dinner for six. You just really basically just invited, invited any podcast listener over to our house for Thanksgiving. You know, I mean... If we need to have more food, we will. But I just don't want to cook it all this year. That's basically it. Thank you, Shelby. Yeah. I know you don't necessarily want to make Jason the Jason Shear and Shelby Shear will be at the bonfire tomorrow if you see us. Uh, Jason loves it when people come up and say I'm hello. I'm trying to get Shelby to throw her bra on the fire. We'll see how that goes. I'm not throwing my bra on the fire. <laughs> I think our kids... At least one Whoa, of them Whoa, we're not going. throwing our kids in the fire, Shelby. I, I said one of them's uh, going with us. We'll see. They ditch us. They're cool now. I know. The older one's cool. She's going to a Halloween thing, and the younger one wants to go to sleepover. So it could be just Shelby and I. No, I think she she told me not to call the mom. She wants to go with oh. us. She wants to go to the bar and buy ya. All right, so thanks. That's our whole life. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, joining us on the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm Shelby. I'm Jason, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Shear. And you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Shelby K. And we definitely sound like each other, right? I'm Shelby. Oh my God. Thank so you for being a friend. Shelby, what's your favorite TV show theme song? Um, I sang it already. I like that step by step one. That's really? not bad. Hmm. I like Sports Center because I'm a man. Do 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 do. Wait, do. I got one. Law Go and ahead. Order. Chong Chong. Wow. <laughs>